Are we live? I think we. Oh yeah, yeah. It says we are live. Right Welcome. There, it's on the screen. Look at that. On the top uh, other side. Yeah, I'm I'm on the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sabah, everybody. Welcome back to episode 44 of Saturday Morning with Tech, uh, with obviously a return of a show favorite, our friend, our uh, our compadre, and our awesome phone challenge. Uh, you know, Mr. Juan Carlos Bagnell, some gadget guy, some LG chill guy, as as it's been dubbed in other episodes. I like uh, the way that you say it though, because it has just a little bit of a chill on it, as opposed to a shill. Chill, on it. yeah. So it's an LG chill. Guy. You're chilling. You're chilling with LG. You're that cool. I and mean, uh, like Sunday morning on a Saturday morning with tech, and uh, you know, with that started, we'll start off with uh, right, Goku this time. Hmm. <laughs> How are you doing, sir? How's how's your morning? Uh, it's it's been busy. Uh, I took a little road trip out this morning to go meet up with a buddy and uh, got totally ghosted and then got donuts and we just started carving a pumpkin. So Lex, Lex has designed her first uh, pumpkin carving, which is pretty exciting. I, I, I like how you ended it on a nice little up note. So uh, <laughs> I, I asked about the morning purely because uh, I... I totally oh, oh. timing was there wise. something happening this morning that we were supposed um, to, I was supposed to go meet up with a buddy of mine. It's weird. My story sounds very, very similar to yours. Yeah. So I was supposed to meet up with a buddy of mine. Um, totally forgot about it. <laughs> and uh, and then I get a call. It's like, hey, bud, I'm here. And I'm like, uh, I thought we were meeting at a different time. Not only a different time, but... I was very far and way well, behind. It's, it's funny because you were embarrassed that, like, you know, we 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 couldn't make the meetup. I was embarrassed because, like, man, I got here stupid early. I, it's annoying, right, when someone's like so early and like now I feel like I've got a rush, but then you just weren't even there. I wasn't. No, and and last time we were we meeting the first time when we did the exchange, um, I jokingly decided to be, you know, smart Alec right there and then actually say. Oh, I'm not here. I'm home. I'll be here in 20 minutes or whatever. And I was like literally parked across the park from the location we were meeting. And then, of course, karma, end of October, Techtober, as it is, I actually do what I said I was joking about. So anyways, I, I do apologize. And I did apologize to, to Juan uh, before. Uh, he did drive all the way to meet up and I, did, I was not able to meet up at the time. So Why he was I? gracious enough to, to accept my apology. And it sounds like... Uh, I guess ba not bagels. Uh, sorry, uh, donuts we and uh, donuts. so donuts make make things better. Always, always. There's it's like a, a solution to many many problems. Um, and I'm happy that uh, I'm happy you guys are going in with the carvings. We did a couple of carvings here. Uh, unfortunately, they're they're already rotted by now. We should have waited. <laughs> uh, you know. You live in there. We we planned on doing this yesterday as kind of like starting a new Halloween tradition of setting mm -hmm. them out the night before, and we couldn't make that happen. So day of, maybe our Halloween tradition is carving the pumpkin on the day. The morning, the Halloween morning, you start it off and you do it. And oh, by the way, speaking of which, uh, happy Halloween to everybody, and hope you guys are um, able to celebrate it in a safe and uh, in a safe way. Basically, let's just say that in a, in a safe way as you deem fit. Uh, depending on where you are, some places are allowing people to do some trick-or-treating. Some places are not. So like I said, uh, hope you guys are enjoying it. My son definitely uh, went all out with the costume. He's enjoying that part. Uh, what, and is he, we, what is he going as? Uh, he's going as one of the characters from uh, uh, Fortnite. So he's one of the one oh, of the characters, like the player. So with the mask, with the costume, with the gloves. I posted a picture of it a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's You know, it's decent. I mean, it's something that he likes. I, I play Fortnite as well, but I'm not into mm -hmm. that that much. 
uh, that I would go buy a costume for it. Uh, but yes, yes. Uh, I'm looking in the comments. We have uh, Davin Davis is in the comments. Uh, Alex hey. P. Uh, oh, man. Hey, whoa, man, everybody's in there. Yeah, look at that. A lot of people are starting to come up. So the purpose of today's video, uh, and as you probably already saw from the title and, and the nice, uh, beautifully orchestrated and not intentionally choreographed that picture. thumbnail. Okay, I'm stealing those photos from my thumbnail on Monday. Uh, absolutely. That, that was as if we planned it. So what happened is I took a picture and I was like, hey, Juan, do you mind sending me a picture that looks like this? Lo and behold, he sends me the picture exactly, roughly the same background. So from a, an aesthetical view, um, it's hard to tell that we were not standing next to each other. Right so next to each other. It looks like we're, we're in the same place. It's, Absolutely. It's maybe the best thumbnail I think I've ever been a part of. A totally coincidence and could not have worked any better. But so, uh, yes, I will be sending those pictures over. And I think for me, at least, um, uh, you know, they really, they work great because it fits the format of what we're talking about today, which is... Uh, I'm holding the Surface Duo. This is Juan Carlos's Surface Duo. And, uh, and Juan Carlos is holding my uh, Galaxy Note 20 Ultra, uh, coincidentally, both in white. Uh, again, mm -hmm. same conversation again. Uh, and we did a challenge about a month ago, which I think originally we were saying that we were going to go for about a couple of weeks. But then, mm -hmm. as we all know, Tecto, Tecto, it, yeah, it, there's no escaping it. It, it's, it makes uh, fools of us all. <laughs> it, and, and the weird part about it is where we think we have control over it. I had a few things show up at my door that I didn't even know they were coming. Yeah. Like though, you know, to the point that it got to that point. So it's not like you can just say, uh, you know, I'm okay. I'm busy with other things. No. Um, but I, I, do, I surprises like, Oh, Oh, we're doing this now. Dude. Okay. Um, my, my really nice surprise was this guy. I mean, mm -hmm. I've been waiting on this guy for a while and it shows up. Yes. Uh, Oh, we got a different cases. Yeah. Ah, I like. Yes. No. I, so mine is. It, it, they're the exact same pattern. I'm assuming. Um, did you take off the adhesive on the uh, on the inside part of the case, or do you, are you keeping it without the adhesive? No, I'm keeping the adhesive. Uh, I'm. I'm not. I, th th I'm so freaked out by moving parts on a phone that I'm just. I'm never taking it out of some kind of case. So the the adhesive little bits are. Uh huh. Yeah. So, uh, so I I've had the phone for literally maybe. 24, almost 48 hours. And there's a couple of adhesive pieces in here. I keep forgetting. Mm -hmm. I'm pointing to the wrong direction because the camera's sitting there. But, um, <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So we have a, our first super chat, which is starting it off Aww. at the, the right level with um, um, Alerta. I'm hopefully I'm saying it correctly. Uh, make make it treat, no trick. <laughs> it will be a treat, no tricks. This is a straight, truly experience. We had more than what I was trying to shoot for before. Is we had more than enough time. We we originally planned for thirty days, and thank you very much, Alosha, for the super chat, and of course, uh, starting us off on the amazing right foot on that side. Um, so we had a couple more weeks. Techtober happened, so uh, the the usability or uh, using the phone was basically kind of a mixed, uh, you know, spreading in between different devices. But for me, I kind of um, I have to say that you know the, the Surface Duo has a very unique user experience that very few other devices come close. Well, be before we we start jumping into even the analysis, just yeah. to kind of recap for folks tuning in right now is absolutely um, every year we try to do a phone swap challenge, and our first phone swap challenge was more camera focused. Exactly. Our second one was like, could you use a phone for the lowest dollar amount possible? I think I think we got each other phones around the fifty dollar price point. It was supposed and, to and be fifty, yeah, fifty dollars well, including. 
both kind of went over and it's fine. Yeah, it is. Um, your, your phone was way more functional than the phone I picked out for you. Uh, <laughs> but this year we wanted to take a look at productivity and turn this yes. into a little bit more of a round robin. We both exactly. have some LGs with stylus support. You mm -hmm. were spending some time with the Note Ultra. I was really excited about the Surface Duo. Exactly. And in switching Note for Surface and then kind of having an LG in reserve, uh, which is so yeah. many different faucets, uh, you know, like I pick up a note and I'm having a completely different conversation about getting work done mm -hmm. than when I was using the surface. And that to me became the most interesting part of this challenge was we can kind of broadly categorize. These are phones that I think fit well under this idea of productivity devices. Oh, absolutely. Seeing yeah. such radical differences, even in like some how some of the software works or mm -hmm. what they're doing to Android to make that software work was really the most exciting part about doing this trade. Exactly. Exactly. And it's uh, it's one of those um, you, you kind of you, you, we've heard of the note. We've seen the note for years as touted as an actual productivity king. That's one of the functions of the pen, the ability to be able to do your work and still have fun with a large display and intended to be the powerhouse of whatever year it comes out of. Right. So at the end of the year, Samsung puts all of their bells and whistles for that year in their note line. Um, this year, the note has a little bit different approach. They didn't go all out with the specs. They kind of matched the specs that we had originally with the S20 Ultra. So the experience is kind of, uh, I would say, similar to what we've seen earlier, except for the pen input and slightly better optics. But we weren't focusing on cameras. I would and... even go a little further where I think it's interesting how Samsung has compromised. There's a the few comprom. There is some compromise. The, the S20 Ultra. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Uh, battery size is smaller by 500 milliampere. Also, zoom. we do, uh, well, there's the zoom, but there's also slower fast charging. The fast charging on the Note 20 Ultra is 25 watts as opposed to the 45 watt that we have on the S20 Ultra, which is a surprise to me because, you again, you'd assume Ultra to Ultra. I would assume all of S20 fits within Note 20 Ultra, then add S Pen XYZ function for you. And for that idea of it being the professional productivity device. And then those are the things, yeah. The business user on the go who needs a quick top off might be better off with the S series this year. The, the <laughs> S20, surprisingly, yeah, if you... If you rely, and I've come to rely on the S20 Ultra fast charging, which I didn't realize. So when you go from that speed and then you get the Note 20 Ultra and you realize, wow, it's taking a lot longer to charge this guy. Uh, there and is it's a, a smaller battery. And it's a smaller battery. So those, those are the things. Uh, but if you're not coming from an S to the Note, you wouldn't notice it too much. But if you were looking for the best of the best, it, that that experience is slightly different, but we can discuss that in a different uh, segment. Uh, the cameras did get improved though on the Note 20 Ultra over the S20, so there is it's not all compromises. There are some improvements. Mm -hmm. They added the laser autofocusing, which we didn't have before. Um, and which I just needed. Which <laughs> I, I, well, I was going to say they needed because there was a their first attempt at a 108 megapixel sensor on a on a device um, suffered from some, uh, I would I, say, I optimizations. Am, I'm not going to be way. doing the same kind of camera deep dive, but spending some time with the Note, I've shot a lot on it. I can yes. even even for the this laser autofocus system, which helps. Mm -hmm. It's still not great. Um, th there there are still some issues. I, I really don't like Samsung's post processing on mm -hmm. this nine sub pixel pixel binning sensor for the yes. 108 megapixels because it's really not 108 mm. it's really no no 
Um, it, it's really a 12 <laughs> megapixel sensor. Um, and then also autofocus is just spooky on the Note 20 Ultra. If you shot on any other phones, I, I'm, I'm putting shots up against the OnePlus 8 Pro. Oh. And for all of the flack that OnePlus gets for their for their camera software, I like what they're doing with HDR better than what Samsung is doing this year. So it, it's they've gotten a lot gone. better. Yeah, no, no, it, it definitely. And and especially like big sensor to big sensor, I don't see any particular advantage to having this 108 megapixel sensor over these the 48 megapixel sensors when we're dealing with similar image sensor size. So again, it, it, I'm going to have more to say, and we're not really focused on cameras and photography and stuff like that, but there's so yeah. much noise that you make about a Note. And since the Note 4, I've always looked to Samsung as that like everything in the kitchen sink, no compromises, absolutely, you know, all the bells and whistles. And I don't have that feeling anymore from the Note 10 on where I feel like that's what Samsung is doing. It, it's also because of the Note line. It did have a pivoting moment in the Note 10 line. They changed. They went from the Note 10 to the Note 10 Plus, and mm -hmm. they gave you a slightly different experience. You had, uh, you know, just actually the, the aesthetics of the phone look different. The smaller display, the 1080p resolution over the Quad HD, the experience started to change as of last year's Note line. It carried over to the S20 line, where we now have a, a plethora of S20 phones, uh, where the Ultra is very unique, not just on the optics, but also in the experience. And then Note continued it, but I I felt like the in 2020 at the end of the year the Note 20 had a had a very rough start. I think it was in my opinion priced too high at the beginning, which you know the price is adjusted now. Uh, but the experience between the two, the 20 and the 20 Ultra, were very. It's a very big gap, um, and the way Samsung I feel like was doing is more like trying to like say, look, this is a good entry level, but if you really want to get the meat of what we want to do as far as notes functionality, you really need to go to the Ultra for an extra $300 more. Um, so that you know, was, I, yeah. I, 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 I appreciate that comment. It, it, I'm kind of torn because um, I agree with you. I, I feel like the Note 20 exists to upsell people who have FOMO mm -hmm. to get the Note 20 Ultra. I, you don't I, want to miss out on the true crown jewel experience. You might not want to buy the $1,000 phone. You might want to buy the $1,300 phone. It, but it's I, a, I honestly, those are big numbers to play around, by the way. Yes. I, I, but I honestly do feel it, it's tricky. Um, if, if you're Samsung, you need to play the spec sheet game. And you need to put on all the right letters and acronyms and 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 giggle flips and mega pickles and everything needs to be the biggest and the bestest, right? Exactly. So that's what it costs. Um, the reality of using the note, it, it's very interesting. Like I did a buy the benchmarks write up. I, I, I saw that one. Yes. I tested the video rendering. I tested mm -hmm. file compression. I tested image stabilization plugins. Like when when you're using it real world. I can't demonstrate UFS three. There no. is nothing you can point to that demonstrates the the better, more expensive storage as delivering a tangible benefit to the end user experience. I can't demonstrate where having more RAM on a Samsung makes a substantial difference. And, and I can only demonstrate the 865 plus in very narrow ways like I get three to five more frames per second in Bright Ridge when I'm playing mm -hmm. it at max graphics settings. So for every single bullet point, that's what that bullet point costs. This is rightfully 
a $1,300 phone. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm worried that the person who picks this up won't be able to discern $1,300 worth of performance when it's compared against one plus eight pros, LG V sixties. I, I was just about to say S the V 60, if anything, yes, definitely S 20 FEs, you know, like it, it's in these very ultra specific niche features that I feel like that $1,300 makes sense. Yes. But if you put everything that this phone has, if you put everything into the phone that is in the note, that's what this phone should cost it. It really is a $1,300 device. No, no. And and that's why I kind of geared toward that at the beginning when we talked about the Note 20 Ultra as opposed to the Note 20. I don't think the Note 20 line is is uh, it's not worthy of the name. I think they, they have enough detail the features to feed it. But I felt like the, some of the compromises done on the Note 20 were great, more than we normally see to make that difference. And it, like I said, it kind of almost feels like you go in there and you look at the Note 20, you're like, this is great, but you know, this guy has way more for a little bit more and that gets me the best experience. It's mm -hmm. It was truly a path to it. Um, I did end up returning my Note 20. I purchased both actually, the 20 and the 20 Ultra. Um, and the Note 20 kind of just struck me, not only because of the SD card support, but also because of the limited amount of storage capability options mm -hmm. that we had. There was only 128. And in tell 2020, me, even, even on something silly like the wing, it's not necessary, but it is nice having it is nice having 250. It's nice to have expandable storage. It's nice to have other options. At the end of the day, so I don't want to make it too long of a conversation over just the Note 20 line of the device because obviously there's another contender in the in the conversation. <laughs> uh, I uh, I do want to do a quick shout out to uh, our buddy well, we Fat Pro An Andrew's Andrew. Andrew's super chat here is our transition. But I want to start it off by saying first and foremost, congratulations to Andrew and the Mrs. Yes. Mr. and Mrs. Fat Produce. And obviously, it's not the last name. <laughs> um, on getting married last Sunday, we had a live stream. The show uh, it. Absolutely. Congratulations. So everybody in the comments, if you don't mind, please congratulate Andrew and make sure to, uh, you know, just hashtag him all over the place. Mr. Congratulations. Now, as as being like truthfully living the nerd lifestyle, the geek lifestyle, his his vows to his wife were charming. I were emotionally tear jerking Absolutely. and even included a quote from Miles O'Brien of Star Trek The Next Generation. And, it was and, a it was and beautiful. It, and it was so nerdcore that it worked so well. His ceremony was beautiful. He he streamed it for some I was going to say I was going to say it, it there was a live stream guys. We got a chance to see it live. He uh he, he again in, in living his truth, his wedding was on Twitch because he exactly. is a <laughs> he is a he is a hardcore to the to the bone. It would have been the only thing that could have made it even better if he was playing Call of Duty at the same time with the right oh, hand as he was reading his vows. That would have been me, Andrew. I'm not saying you're trying to top it off, but you know, <laughs> if you want my input, you should have showed up to the Call of Duty party later on. Anyways, anyway, uh, we'll, bachelor we'll, party on the, Call the, the, I was like. <laughs> Don't you know? Uh, so Andrew, Matt, Sam, and I have been playing Call of Duty. We're trying to basically coordinate a weekly, like, hey, who's available? Who wants to play? So uh, we've been jumping in on a few games. So yeah, no, definitely, it's it's a fun little squad. We got a, a quad going on. Um, always open to bring in a new fifth player again, uh, Juan Carlos. If you ever want to, you know, I'm jump awful in. at it. I, it would be hilarious to watch me fumble. 
but it would be fun to everybody. No, I'm not yeah, trying to say that. <laughs> it would be fun else. for everybody. Uh, but to his comment, though, um, how's it going back and forth uh, to and from single screen experience? So basically, uh, a bin between the Note 20 Ultra since using the Duo and the LG screen devices. So he's referencing, obviously, so the Duo has two displays. The Note 20 Ultra has a single uh, display, does not have a secondary display option. Uh, but a dual, like an LG option, which is what we're getting here, is uh, the ability of actually using multiple displays, right? So we have the V60 here that, which, by the way, Andrew has one as well. Um, and I think that's where, where the conversation is stemming from. Um, I would say, well, thank you very much again for the super chat. First, we'll start off right out the bat. Uh, Juan, did you want to take a stab at this one or do you want me to start off and we can go from there? Um, how, yeah, how does it I mean, feel? I, I, I can kind of keep my um, my thoughts on this a little simpler where um, I am all in on dual display multitasking. Yes. I really do think this is the best compromise of having a more durable device mm -hmm. and having more screen real estate. And I I missed it way more than I thought I was going to going from the Surface Duo, which obviously takes takes a second place finish for just raw processing power. Mm -hmm. But I find that the note is not as all situations flexible. So True. you know I'm 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 out and about and I'm I'm using this big slab of phone and it feels like I'm having to push pause on my day more frequently than if I were mm -hmm. using something like a wing. Um, I can't put it down like I can put down a Surface or a V60. It, it, it seemed to interrupt more where mm -hmm. it would have had the advantages on the stuff that I'm not doing as much. Like if I were out at a trade show and taking notes on a press conference, that was one of the things I loved about notes in the past was it literally just became a notepad. Exactly. Um, and, and I feel like I could probably have done that just as well on a surface duo, you know, flipping it over into single screen mode. Exactly. Now what, what the note succeeds at is being a much better computer. And for as much as I missed the actual phone use of having an extra display or having a larger canvas to play with, it was way better on the next dock. I mean, LG's improvements to their desktop mode are 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 commendable, but nothing is touching Dex. So as soon as I sit down, I, the first thing yeah. I want to do is plug this into a dock so that I'm I, not using it like a phone. The, the, the perfect example also that we can both kind of tie into. I literally just posted my video on the next stock yesterday. No, that's right. That's right. That's I right. got I got I finally got it out. Uh, we both got the same hardware at the same time, roughly, I think about the same time. Um, yeah, I beat you there, I, but you've been smoking me on the phone video, uh, so I think it's I, a fair. It, 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 yeah, I, 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 and I even got a call from the guys. They're like, "Hey, are you having any? Are you okay? Everything's cool." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's just October." Um, yes, I am totally with you, which is why I wanted to kind of like shift to it from a single point of reference. If you're just talking device the way it is on its own, um, yes, I, I, I'm totally with you. Having two displays on the phone, which will always trump having one. And Samsung does not have any solution. There's not, they're not even considering having a secondary display accessory for any of their devices. So it's not like it's something you can kind of uh, say, well, you could buy something. I think LG wins the game when it comes down to the maverick of all devices. When I put the three devices, like if we look at them at a V kind of style, right? We have the Note 20 Ultra on one side, the Duo on the top. 
I feel like the the this is literally the 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 maverick between the two because as to Andrew's uh, kind of uh, reference over there, this is the one you take it out. It becomes a single phone. It runs exactly like the Note 20. I mean, not exactly when it comes down to the functionality of the S Pen, but it actually has input, stereo speakers, massive battery, great camera system, stereo speakers. Did I say that? I'm sorry. Uh, a headphone jack, um, SD card support. And if you want to pimp it out and you really want to be able to do, you know, go multi-screen, you get that experience. Now, it doesn't do one better than the other. So what I mean by this, when it goes to dual, when it goes to dual screen, this does not trump the uh, the duo. The duo still does dual screen way better. And and when, the note definitely is is more refined for that single screen stylus. But exactly. The, but the V60 manages to land. I think the best compromised idea of both. Exactly. Yeah. And. Yeah. If we're talking full MSRP to MSRP, the Note and the Duo are pretty close. Mm -hmm. The V60 means I've got the V60, I've got the dual display case, I go out and buy a Wacom, a full price a of a Wacom yep. stylus, I get a 256 gig memory card, and I still have cash left over for some really nice cabled headphones to make a, use of that quad I, I was gonna, A lot I'm, of cash, yes. And I'm probably still under the price tag of a Note 20 Ultra. And that Absolutely. to me becomes the, the most difficult part of this to walk away from is feature set to feature set. I, I feel like the note wins almost every single individual little showdown, right? Yes. 1080p displays, but one's at 120 hertz. Exactly. UFS storage, but UFS 3 to UFS 2.1. Stylus support versus a stylus that's built into the phone. The stylo, uh, stylus silo. Is silo, built into yeah. The phone. Thumb twister right there, yes. But considering what a full price LG V60 looks like against a full price Note 20 Ultra, is the are the compromises so severe that you wouldn't want to save three, four, five hundred dollars? And also knowing that the V60 are probably going to uh, in our first sales. first stutter. So I think I think we both froze. I'll give it a second for point. Oh, <laughs> am I back? You you kind of paused on me. I have no idea who's actually. Uh, and we're back. Casting here. Yeah, no, it happens every once in a while. So. Are you back? Can you see me? I think I, I'm, I'm your your slide showing a little bit, but I can hear you. So I think we're we're, we're uh, okay. How about now? How's how's yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, you're moving yeah. now. Okay, we are okay. We're back. Welcome back to the yeah, show, guys. I, I, wherever I got cut off there, or I got interrupted. I feel like people probably understood the point I was trying to make. But yes, again, compromises aren't bad. Compromises should help us specify a price performance tier. Exactly. And Yes, it is great having all the bestest on a Note Ultra. I don't know that that really is reflected at that high of a price in the real world user experience. And mm -hmm. it's not indomitable. Like even in performance testing, the V60 manages to take some significant victories in a handful of very specific applications that if that's what you're into, you wouldn't want to spend more on the note to get poorer performance. So and they're and they're closer in specs when it comes to the processing power as well. They're both running oh, the sure. same chipset. Yeah. So same chipset, well, same 865 plus versus 865. And I think we actually get to see that the 865 plus with mm -hmm. a high refresh rate display and a smaller battery isn't the jam 
for no. the best road warrior longevity like how how long i can use my phone out in the field we, we should have had a 5000 there for sure there yes and it's really interesting to me where you add up everything that the note has with the smaller battery and the performance mm -hmm. hit for having that higher refresh rate display is very similar to using two apps at the same time yes on the it, it does actually impact which is something that you have to also keep in mind even though the v60 doesn't carry a higher refresh rate it does 60 frames per second really nicely like 60 frame across the smooth ui everything is really optimized um, and the display the secondary display that you get is exactly the same panel as the first one so you're not looking at a which lg has done in the past we're not trying to say they didn't do it so in the past they've used two separate panels or two different resolutions which compromise the v50 and that changed the experience but since the g8x they went down to 1080 but they've improved it so much um, and I know we are talking V60 only, but guys, keep in mind, there is something else called the Velvet that also is available in the U.S. market that has a more uh, maybe budget-friendly version in the sense that from the processing power to what the V60 offers. Um, and then, of course, obviously, you know, the 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 the, the cool T in my TK Bay here, the, the LG Wing, which... You know, that phone's going to fit you to a T. <laughs> I agree, my friend. I agree. I agree. And... Um, I've been flipping this thing too too many times. I think honestly, if there's ever a, a, one thing I would I would say about the phone that I really wish there was is if I wish they had the fingerprint sensor on the bottom display as and well the as the top one, because ninety percent of the time I end up doing this. I open and try to unlock, and, and I'm like, uh, oh, okay, okay, I gotta uh, remember it, the pin. Sneak preview or spoiler alert. That's a major part of the end of my conclusion video. For the um, exactly okay. what you just said. So what That's... what I've done. What I've done uh -huh. on the wing is I have to have something Bluetooth paired with it. And then I go oh, into the security. It disables. Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it disables uh, the fingerprint sensor. Because absolutely. you want, oh, I'm telling you, if you guys ever pick up a wing, you want that Star Trek style flip. Flip then the use. And that turns it on. Exactly. That is fine. That so, but like I said, anyway, so it, it, I don't want to make this into a wing conversation, you know, a side wing. Uh, but uh, I did want to acknowledge real quick before it goes too far. Uh, Greg, thank you very much for supporting TK. Hashtag TK. Oh, right on, Greg. I, I appreciate it as well. Um, so before we go too far, let me see if there's any kind of quick quick questions. Did you notice anything that you wanted to answer real quick well, before? I, I mean, th this is just one point that Gregory brought up and because he just hit you with the super chat. I know I Juan paid way too much on my Pixel 4 XL. Um, the more we get away from the launch of the Pixel 4 XL, the mm -hmm. more it is a travesty how people complained about the price of that phone. Yeah. Uh, playing with the Pixel 5, it's a great mid-ranger communicator, small form factor experience. There really Absolutely. isn't anything else in the Android ecosystem as small with 5G and a goodly sized battery. So you can miss me with Galaxy S20 FEs. If I want the smallest form factor, that's literally the only option for Android. And it's right in there with an iPhone 12 in terms mm -hmm. of size for $200 less, the same kinds of cameras, reverse wireless charging and a higher refresh rate display. I feel Google has been positioning the Pixel very well against iPhones. The Pixel 4 XL is still the fastest phone I've ever run through any kind of image manipulating task. If it's rendering yep. video, it smokes A13s. I haven't put it up against an A14 just yet. It smokes 865s. And we're talking by differences of greater than 
Anyone who was complaining about the performance of a Pixel 4 XL is bad at phones. Full stop. I mean, I'm serious. If if you, oh, it's too expensive. It is the most powerful portable image manipulating platform we have ever seen and continues to be so today. So again, if you don't do things on your phone and you're some normie who only opens up Facebook and maybe you check on your Reddits from time to time, you don't need the power of neural core on a Pixel 4 XL, but that doesn't mean it's not the most powerful. That's true. And it actually, in, in many ways, is more powerful than the current Pixel 5, even though it's it's a predecessor to it. Um, yeah, it's not it, a direct continuation. I, I'm it, frustrated yeah. with Google for using yeah. the same nomenclature. It should be the called nomen- something different. Yeah, that because you expect, like you go from a 4X, if you had a 4XL and you go in, it's like, hey, show me what's the new Pixel 5. And you're like, Wait, what? Hold on. Uh, the design's very different, but I I still commend Google for really focusing on because we ha- we were both part of the same conversation. We went to the Team Pixel event. We heard exactly what the goal, what was the target reasoning, why why the Pixel Five is the Pixel Five, and the reality of the matter is it it was very heavily influenced by price. They wanted to get that right combination ratio of feature set and price point. Um, coincidentally, it's available for four ninety nine on Verizon now, and I'm like what um it's even cheaper so let's just say that uh but yeah definitely greg greg's done a lot of a lot of work on roming and modifying the pixel 4 xl and running it with the unicorn rom and working with max lee so and, there's and, a lot of other things as well the, the the cool thing is if if neural core on pixel 4 is any indication of what google can do to design their own custom hardware you should be yeah. very excited if they do pull off custom silicon fa- uh, fabbed by samsung that i i will, hope i hope that will be a monster device if Google can pull it off. Um, it's just, it's frustrating because you want to look at, oh, it's got a Snapdragon 855 and it's not good enough. And that's like, you can say that, but that means you've absolutely not used it. If you've used it, you would know that that's... You would know why the Pixel 4 XL is, it is one of my favorite devices of all time. That was, the, the only way I can describe it is that it was the first phone I had a very hard time taking my SIM card out of. I really struggled mm-hmm. removing my last, and- last year. The, the Pixel 4 kept my SIM card longer than any other phone. And I'm known as the LG shill guy. I, I exactly. And and so <laughs> to say that just shows how much you, you I mean, realistically, it's a challenge for us. Yeah. Um, and but, it but is. We should, always- we get back. I didn't mean to, to sidetrack the conversation that hard. It's just no, no, no. I, I get very. I get very defensive about Pixel 4 because I feel... And I always keep it at arm's reach. It never leaves. On the table behind me. I I just feel like it it, it was my first primary example last year of how awful the spec sheet reviewing conversation has gotten. So we always know that LG will never really get a fair review if it's just a straight up phone to straight up phone. They need to do something ridiculous for anyone to pay attention to them in the slightest. But anyone who was out there poo-pooing the pixel 4 and just reading off the specs and saying it's too expensive for the specs then i knew immediately that they don't really do anything with their phones i I swear i need to get a gif gif of that you you can can spend nine hundred dollars on a phone just to check your facebook or do a speed app run where you just open a bunch of apps to test the ram that's not using a phone if you really use your phone and you want the most powerful Well, in an application where you're you're manipulating image data, photos, videos, et cetera, you, you missed out, you missed out big. (laughs) No, and, but, and, and I, 
I think it's just what what ended up happening is I realized. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard. Some pe- some people do fall into the spec conversation, and it is at the end of the day the easiest method to show ex- well, you know comparisons. But this to me is, I think, a good transition point because one of the killer conversations and some of the things that I think even in this live chat people have been most concerned about. You went from a Note twenty Ultra with a Snapdragon eight sixty five and five G and five G to a Surface Duo with an eight fifty five, which obviously could only have made you uh, throw up in your mouth on a daily basis over just how woefully outdated and underpowered that chipset is. Cause it can't do anything now. No, it, actually it, it can't. I was crying on a consistent basis. Uh, a year uh, old. It is completely non-functional. It, it can't, it can't do anything. I don't know why they even released it. it. That, that's it how bad it open was. apps anymore. No nope. 55 is, is so old now that you would i mean like basically i'm sure you were just using it as like a doorstop because it's thin enough to like shove it under works perfectly door. actually uh that's the uh right mecha- mechanism the uh the hinge mechanism which i think a lot of people complimented this tool uh you open it at 90 degrees guys set it slide right under the door right, and then you right ever so yeah it, it, it works perfectly the magnets will connect to anything metal around it um magnets how do they work you know, uh, the, the magnets actually is uh, one of the my, my favorite features. Uh, you can stick a pen to it if you ever wanted to, and if you take the pen, it sticks again. Um, yes, the that was one of the biggest criticisms that we saw on the on the on the on the Surface Duo, right? It's the fact that uh, it's a very first and foremost, the design is absolutely phenomenal. There's no question about that. It is, and I I, I, I second everybody's opinion. Once you hold it in your hands and you see the mechanism, how the actual, um, just the hinge mechanism work, the fact that you can fold it all the way up using it as a full out, you know, both displays to the outside or, uh, you know, and you can see your notifications running there in, in a fingerprint sensor. There's a lot of design. There's a lot of work in there. And that attributed to the delay in the release of this device. It mm-hmm. took over a year. We first heard about it last year. And of course it got released almost at the end of this year. So short answer, yes. But does that change the experience outside of 5G? No. The fact of the matter is, at least in the current state of 5G in the US, we don't have this, this uh, you know, the ultra wideband, like what we're seeing with some devices right now, are unique experiences within a certain small footprint area next to a tower that you can really demonstrate that two, the 200, you know, like when you do that, the two gigabits down or whatever. At the end of the day, your average speed is going to be what I'm getting with this, which is about 100, 100 or so, depending on the tower and where you are. So 4G LTE, at least in the US right now, which is the primary market for this device, is very much the same in the same experience. The 855, in my opinion, does not really play a big factor in here for me because when you take the 855 and you give it a very light installation of, uh, of a launcher and the overall, I would say, the layers of features that are added on top of a certain experience on a device, it changes the experience. This is why some devices need 12 gigs of RAM or 10 gigs of RAM, and some devices run perfectly fine with six or eight. It depends on how the the OEM or the company that puts it together gives you that experience. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to say it's 100% buttery smooth exactly all the time it's well, gotten I, I, a lot I better because you got the major um, i did get the major up there yes did you also piggyback on the launcher the, betas so the launcher beta 2 as well as the swift key beta 2 uh, the swift key okay. beta that, so that i, I took your tremendously in, yes in smoothing out some of those little software gremlins and and once i was using once in I a while get, yeah yeah it, it's still twitchy yeah it, um 
very, but, very seldomly. But we're not talking about an underpowered chipset. The 855 no. is yeah. demonstrably more powerful than a 765. Like, again, it's not close at it, it, This all. is exactly the same as Pixel 4 XL to, you know, Pixel 5. It's 855. It's well, in the I'm, same I'm, step, I mean. I get I, I get I get pissy about Pixel Four because neural core I think is what's really yeah. making Pixel Four faster. But 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 yeah. yeah. You, no. To your point, one of the things I was very surprised about are all of the little software hitches. I've been reading. So I mean, this is really my first experience with Samsung this year. Was the mm -hmm. Note Twenty Ultra? I completely screwed the pooch on the Galaxy S series because social distancing and global calamity, right? Yes. Um, so I, I it started like, right after their announcement, by the way, which is kind of I, for, at least here for us for the U.S. Yeah, I, I mean, it's basically Samsung's fault, really. If you think about <laughs> it. Um, sorry, that was really snarky. Um, I, I completely missed the S20. So all this time I'm reading up on people who are really using one UI and man, it's just so smooth. And my phone never lags. And as soon as I fire up the camera on the, the Note 20 Ultra, I'm trying to move through modes and their pretty animations are making everything like judder. Yeah. And you're like, that is exactly what we're talking about when we use this heavy skin. Samsung is using these ridiculous hardware components and all of that performance advantage seems to be getting sucked up by heavier custom software, which has to run on top of the phone. First of all, because Android is not smart enough to handle stylus enabled, um, the multitasking no. capabilities of the Note, having DeX built in, just like Android's not smart enough to really know what to do with dual displays. These companies are jumping through insane hoops to make these things happen. But I put this next to like a V60 mm -hmm. and LG is getting panned for not as nice software, but by not having these dopey animations in a camera app, everything is more fluid everything is more responsive the camera performs better because it's not trying to make me feel good about the pretties and that's the kind of stuff that drives me crazy so yeah if i have to pick up a surface duo with an 855 with a few software bugs i mean there are some significant but they're getting they're, they're getting better they're getting better yes but even with some significant gremlins for orientation mm -hmm. yes i still kind of like the ui experience better for trying to run multiple apps at the same time than all of the extra gestures and hoops that I have to jump through on a note. Even something as dopey as turning the phone off, Samsung had to go and copy Apple. And so now you hold the power button and the volume rocker. If I want to change the screen brightness, it's two swipes to slide my notification shade down to get to a, a, a screen brightness indicator. Mm -hmm. All of these things are not better. This is not good design especially when we're talking about how big this phone it's is. Quite, it's one of the biggest, actually it's bigger, the biggest actually, if I'm not mistaken, it's bigger than the S20 Ultra by by ever so small of a margin. And it's mostly because of the boxier size. Um, no, I, I'm with you. I, I agree. I, I think the 855 is a very capable processor. So I would not even, my approach to this when I started looking into it, I never looked at it as an underpowered device. I looked at it as a more optimized user experience for multitasking type of a device. That's my approach to looking at the Surface Duo. Uh, because as we said at the first time when we did the exchanges, it wasn't the first time I had my hands on it. I played with it a little bit at the at the Best Buy store and I also had a unit in the, in the office for a couple of days, not a long enough time to get a truly full experience the way we've had for about a month now, which is also by the way, 
even though it, we had a delay, I appreciated having the extra time. Um, I know, I know Juan wanted the, the, the what has, has numerously mentioned on social media, even on his stream that I'm holding it hostage. Um, I, I, I promise you guys it, it is, uh, will only be held hostage for an additional less than no, 24 I, hours. I mean, like, I'll, we'll get I'll it, we'll get it back it. to his daddy and it'll be fine. All joking aside, I mean, I'm, I'm really glad I, I got to spend a little bit longer because I feel like if we had really stuck to two weeks, Samsung's one UI is now so unfamiliar to me as mm -hmm. a daily driver, where I was leaning hard on Pixel and LG last year. And this year, I've been leaning a lot harder on OnePlus on Android 10. And now I kind of feel like my the rug's been pulled out from under me now going to Android 11 on OnePlus and how much they've changed their UI. They've I think if I had only done two weeks, I, I would have just been in the pure frustration zone with Samsung just because it was so different. There's um, a lot. There's a lot of change. So and, and, and there's also, which is coincidentally, One UI 3.0 that's already out in beta. So I'm running uh, One UI 3.0, which also brings a whole bunch of new things that they're yeah. trying to do. Uh, but before I go too far, I, I don't want to forget a couple of guys. Just uh, I know this is somewhat of a side sidetrack. Uh, Ronaldo's throwing that question in my tech reviews. Uh, he's uh, wanting to throw in a little bit. I don't know if you guys also heard. XDA is going to be in the gaming. Oh, it's not the gaming in the in the phone game. Sorry, not the gaming. I said it wrong, Ronaldo. Sorry, and I, I, I should have said it better. Um, so if if you're familiar or if you've ever heard of a company called uh, FX Tech. Uh, they released a phone not that long ago called the Pro One. So uh, surprisingly, I actually have one of the, the Pro One phones. Uh, Wait it, a minute, but that only has a Snapdragon 835. 35. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Um, but it has a full-size keyboard, my friend. It has a full-size keyboard. It even talks. No. Um, so short short answer, what I think uh, he's he, the, Ronaldo's question is, he's wondering more about the FX tech is running an 835 chipset. Two-year-old, two, no, three-year-old chipset now, obviously, uh, but it's also running uh, a basically a lineage OS. It's a one of the more popular oper uh, ROMs on the market, as well as Ubuntu Touch, which is going to be running their desktop experience based off of that device. So they are trying to approach a very specific, and of course, with um, XDA's influence into the uh, basically the security, the customizations, the ROM, the rooting, all of that stuff. Uh, do you feel like Android 11 stock? beats or trumps a lineage or custom os version of lineage with ubuntu touch like if you had a choice between the same hardware again this version of the phone with android 11 or this version with lineage and um, ubuntu touch would you choose that one over if you had to pick for me and i'm not saying as a recommendation for anyone else i would most want to test drive on ubuntu i am so desperate for any other co competition in this space that that's that that's the one i'm the most morbidly curious about. absolutely could, could we find any platform to develop a third place and by design it's not going to be the you know uh, equal sales numbers to android or or ios we just need anyone in this space purposely going after third place they exactly. want that bronze medal so that we can start pushing apple and google to really iterate on on the next generation of well and actually go into it realistically that um, my hope is that for that for for these things to come out so that google does actually finally roll out sure. the desktop mode because we I, still don't I think see it. For, 
but I, but I think for a lot of enthusiasts and for for who uh, FX Tech might might really seriously be trying to shop as an enthusiast brand, I think Lineage is probably the better way to go. It absolutely. I, I think uh, if you've ever used uh, a custom ROM or at least specifically Lineage OS overall, like even back in the day when CyanogenMod was a big thing, uh, the reality is Lineage has always been the most flexible, customizable, secure, uh, including you know uh, magics if you if you like to use root or anything that, to that effect. But on top of that, having you know Ubuntu Touch, I feel like it's the right combination. And, so, uh, and for the chipset support, again, absolutely. if we're if we're talking Android 11, um, there is some performance sapping. It seems to be every other year. Like the update from Android 8 to Android 9 seemed to come with a bigger performance hit, and then from Android 9 to 10, I felt like we kind of floated. It, now from yeah. 10 to 11, I feel like there's another pretty performance hit that's happening to some of our devices and I think it's, it's an optimization it's the the yeah it needs to be optimized and i think to date um outside of uh one plus and color os with oppo honestly when i start seeing uh, like android 11 i think pixels do them great i think one ui 3.0 running 11 is still very buggy but it's beta so i can't really fault mm -hmm. them uh, but just to see what was possible with the F, the Find X2 Pro on on the Oppo the, uh, on Oppo with Color OS 11 for me was like night and day. It's almost like it's a different phone. Uh, but yes, so to answer your question there, uh, Ronaldo, that I yeah I, I agree. I think we're both a lineage with Ubuntu uh, all all the way, uh, mostly because of the chipset as as we're kind of going through. But it also that that form factor really appeals to a, a lot of the nerds, the old Nokia nerds. If you ever really yeah. look into it. And they banked on it the first time when they came out with the FX, with the FX Pro, uh, the Pro One, and I feel like you know this new version is definitely going to be a hit. And right. we, we, also, well. we got to get to Andrew's question here too. Yeah, I will right jump over there. right there. Andrew brings us back into the game. Thank you again, Andrew. Um, all right, ultimate question: Small stylus that can be uh, be stored inside the phone, or big stylus can be stored on the outside of the phone. Go. Okay. Uh, I'll go with that one first, since we did the the last the last last spin he got us. Um, using both of them, I ha I'm not going to deny the fact that having the stylus stick to the outside of the phone is a very nice experience. If you notice, I chose not to use the bumper cases. I kept it without the bumper. Now, Juan Carlos was very nice. He didn't even open the bumper cases. He left them for me. He said, if you want to use them, TK, go at it. I honestly thought I was going to go for it. I decided not to, and that's mostly because I wanted to make sure that this doesn't get hindered at all. Mm -hmm. Plus, without it, the phone is just so, it's just oh, the form fact. It's, it's very nice. It's very, it's easy to handle. Uh, and the pen is also nice in case of, if I want to take it out with me, I know where to put it. I can put it in the same pocket. Now, it doesn't stay there. You do need to take care of it, obviously. That goes without saying. If I had to choose between the two, I, I mean, at the end of the day, I would say for portability, yes, Note wins on that because technically he's in there. But I, like the fact that this actually feels like a regular size pen. This is a pen. This is not, um, I was going to pull out a note, but I don't have a note. Uh, <laughs> this, it, the, the stylus on this is actually, and there's different versions, by the way. There, you can buy this one, which looks like uh, this is the original Surface Pen. Uh, and yeah, so you could definitely see that one is a very thin, uh, okay, now for, for scale, kind of like we need to kind of bring oh, let me, in. Let me get my Wacom. Yeah, so uh, that that's the best way to say it. So here, uh, thank you again, uh, Andrew. I'm just going to take this one for the picture. So uh, for point of reference, that's the Wacom, which I also have here. And you could see that the, the pen is literally about the same thickness of it. So we're not talking difference in performance. This feels like a pen. Um, I would like the Surface Pen more for writing because I feel like I'm holding a pen more. 
the, the, the texture for it works fine. They both have click functionality. They both have interfaces. Mm -hmm. And there is also a different version. You can use the other Surface Pen that comes with the Surface laptops on, on the Surface Duo. It's not limited to this version. Um, this was the, the one that Quan included in the package uh, that comes with the nice external uh, charger. So, um, so you're feeling like uh, external stylus, and it's not too much of a deal breaker missing. No, stylus. yeah, I, I think the stylus nice, uh, but I like the I like to use a phone with a pen that feels like a pen, as opposed to having to kind of like adjust to a smaller pen. But yeah, I, I mean, like it, it's silly. It's it's it, it's just so much nicer. It, it's a it's a big chunky pen I, you know when i'm doing those even when i'm doing those doodles you know because i'm not really much of an artist but i used to do a lot of cartoons in high school and stuff and i'm just kind yeah. of scribbling out or i'm trying to copy my favorite starships you know like i'll have uh, a picture of the excelsior on one screen and i'm trying to copy it on the other screen this this is just more meat to hold on to um what the the, the for me it, it's it's a little bit less though whether or not you like the individual pen mm -hmm. and more the reality of putting something else in the phone means we've got to carve out space for it. And while the, the, this is great to always immediately have access to it, it lives in here. This is going to be probably less losable for mm -hmm. people that are a little more careless with pens and stuff. It also means going with the smaller battery and, and I just don't know how you do something like that on a phone that the whole point of it is to be as radically thin as the surface. Like there's no more room. It's literally the only phone I think that's ever been made where I truly believe, believe. there was no room. Not, to do anything there's else. no more yeah. room. They could not have put a headphone jack on it because a headphone jack is thicker than the phone is. I was going to um, say exactly that would, they would have like, you want a headphone jack. The phone be has to be at least a little bit bigger than the headphone jack itself. Oh, the Take casing the around your USB C connector is thicker than the phone oh, is. Yes. There's just nothing you can do. And so, I mean, like you, the magnets are there for whatever, you know, kind of accessibility or lifestyle help. But, you know, V60 benefits from having a great Wacom pen support. You don't mm -hmm. need it. You're not paying for it if you're not trying to use it. It's not built into it like the note is. And yeah. then you get a larger battery because there's just more room for it on the inside. LG that, that did a lot become... of things with the V60. This they 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 absolutely it, it's one of those where I was sitting at the briefing with you and I was sitting through it and mm -hmm. every single bullet point they went through I was like wow wow oh, that's a good idea. They, they they this isn't a compromise they really thought about and, it was thought out. LG's strategy on the V60 I think is so successful just because it's modular. Yeah. If you buy a note you are buying the note. the note exactly. If you buy a V60, you could have a fold competitor, a note competitor. It rocks against DAPs, so you don't need a high quality media player. Mm -hmm. It kind of becomes whatever phone you want it to be, and exactly. it's a very different philosophy. Like out of the box, it's a very good, big, normal, powerful phone, and then you add a couple accessories and it becomes something very specific to what you need. And yes. I don't, I don't feel that way about the note anymore. I feel like the note used to exist in a similar idea. Like it's the graphics or art tablet phone. It's the work and productivity phone. It's the content creation phone. And now it, I feel it just, like it hasn't paying, changed. The message of the note hasn't changed and, for years. That's and I, I think feel like I'm spending so much to get everything 
that this really isn't doing everything better price performance. Exactly. Yes. Like, and, and really I'm adding up dollar to performance. It's not winning like the note used to like that, like a note four just steamrollered over the rest of the Android landscape. The note is, 20 is just really good and it should be because it's also really expensive. Well, yes. And the Note 20, like I said, it was a weird, like I, even at the launch event, when I saw it, I mean, part of me was excited. The fact that the Note 20 had a flat display over the curved edges, which I think th that you could go easy. And we're back. Hey, there you are. It, it, it's Whenever you freeze, I, I think I'm just, I'm just going to freeze too. Uh, just for reference, from my point of view, you freeze first and I freeze second. So okay. it's the ex Perfect. it's the exact experience. Um, so uh, real quick, thank you very much to Kevin for the super chat. I appreciate oh, that right very on, much. Thanks, Hope you're doing well. And um, to to go back, kind of to um, and I actually almost thought my my thought process right there. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, it's kind of weird. I can't even remember the 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 conversation starting point. But the, I think what we we looked at it. I think what the Note Twenty is I, we're recovering essentially is that there is a flat display where some people would enjoy that, but it was just so different. I mean, mm -hmm. the touch responsiveness on the on the on the uh, S Pen is actually lower because of the lower refresh rate, and there was actually noticeable. I tested both mm -hmm. in front of, me, and I'm like, well, why would you do that? That was my only thing. I feel like the Note 20 is closer to the Note 10 than it is to the Note 20 Ultra, with the exception of the modem and the, yeah. and the 5G. Uh, so short answer, I think we have the right two devices to compare. Um, so let's start kind of talking a little bit more, maybe some experiences and so on. I, I realize there are you, um, I think we talked a little bit during the time as far as certain things, certain functionalities, audio and so on. Um, I did. I, I I did not focus, or we didn't want to make cameras part of this experiment, mostly because not the heaviest focus. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, well, I also feel like it's not a real competition to put in between the Note Twenty Ultra so having you know four cameras. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. I mean, that's a pretty easy. Yeah. For the duo, yeah. I mean, well, no, I, but no I also one's... feel like yeah, you're you're not buying the the duo for the 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 amazing camera performance that you have. But I think it, it, it's perfectly adequate considering it's the tablet you would want to use for zoom calls and then still being able to reference a spreadsheet at the same time. Like absolutely, absolutely for, for zoom calls for, for Skype calls. That, and yes. it, it's very clear that they have succeeded. Oh, and, you know what? And, and honestly in good lighting, it's for casual pictures here and there, it's not going to you well, know dis so, massively disappoint. Yeah. yeah here, here's, here's a part of the other, the other part of this conversation are the people that we know in our circles of family and friends who primarily use the selfie shooter on their phones. Yeah. And, and what you have on the duo is a very good selfie. Yeah, megapixel, so yeah. But it's only, it's the only camera on that phone. So are you going to be a wildlife photographer taking beautiful flower macros? They're going to be okay. But the whole point of it is yeah. having that front facing camera experience be as solid as possible for both, business productivity and then also just for that casual snapshotty sort of feel and and when judged by that it it's fine i i like the camera on the duo better than i like the selfie shooter on the one plus eight that we got this year yeah um, no no but it's but also yeah. for, for call like you said before though i love propping it i love mm -hmm. the ability that it's a built-in prop that i can actually just mm -hmm. set it on a table 
use the experience, even if I'm not using the second display, but I'm just using it only alone for this function alone. It works really nice for me. I like that. Um, I like, like I said, so for me, it was mostly Zoom calls. And also I took a couple of pictures one time with my son and I just decided to say, hey, how does it look? I turned it around and of course, just switched over the experience. And then I was able to use the camera on the back. So it, it does work. Um, but I feel like the, the what we wanted to focus on was just how does it handle your daily activity as far as multitasking? Um, I I truly so and for reference point, I, I'm also going to put some pull some reference from the V60 because that's the closest comparison. Absolutely. Um, nothing against the Note 20 Ultra, and I've you know, I've also used the Note 20 Ultra. Um, having two screens run independent from each other to run two separate apps in the right aspect ratio is worth more than running them in split screen mode on one device, top, bottom, or even side to side. Mm -hmm. The experience is very different. You're getting a cropped view over a reformatted view of a field. So it's like almost like saying, look, I can pick up two bags of uh, two bags of something, but I'm, I'm barely lifting it off the ground as opposed to picking up one bag and I'm lifting it really up basically with two hands. The two display function works way better. The fold, uh, sorry, the uh, the V60 does a similar experience, but I feel like the aspect ratio kind of still throws it off. It's not really, it's not wide enough for me when I'm trying to work on, let's say, something like Instagram, Facebook, um, you know, Twitter, or any of those uh, social media apps that and for tend to have our social media app experiences on Android in general. In general, and not optimized. They never. It's almost like they. They only focus on iPhones. It, it, it's seriously, I feel like their entire development team is like iPhone and one guy shows up with Android uh, if if they show up. Because I don't think, with the exception of, um, not to bring it back to Pixel too much, but Pixel 4 or Pixel 4 XL uh, was one of the first devices to actually have optimizations done for Snapchat. Mm -hmm. um, that was when they started to use the neural core and actually optimize their systems to work with it so that you did actually get the same camera experience on the that you normally get in your cameras in the camera app on those apps yeah. but we didn't see any other devices get that love but with that being said running two apps swiping between apps sliding apps throwing one app from one side to the other um, if you want to go full screen you can go full screen in landscape mode or portrait mode on this on the duo and i i, I cannot explain but you really have to try it. this it's a lot of fun it's it's fun and it's productive at the same time if you want to write a letter and you want to mm -hmm. open up your email client, you open the email client on the top display and your second display, your full second display is a keyboard. Yep. You can't even LG's V60. So this is where I wanted to pull a little bit on the V60. Yeah. Doesn't reform it. Not as good. And you see it that it's actually stretching it, right? It's not exactly the same. So there's still mm -hmm. that separation. And I'm like, I, I still like to duo. So 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 this is this is the uh, the funny thing. We've we've got like comments in here, and there are a bunch of people that are being really critical of the duo, and that's fine. You've never held one. Um, the uh, there is a massively different philosophy between V60 and Duo. V60 literally is two phones stapled together. Mm -hmm. they, they are not really meant to be one continuous canvas. The Duo does not know that it's a dual screen device. The Duo thinks it's a tablet and it's just two screens that happen to kind of split down the middle. It thinks both screens are its full uninterrupted canvas. So so this is a, I mean, again, I'm, I'm, I can't properly 
expressed this with words this. if if people have never That's held one focus. yeah but the duo really is not a phone the duo microsoft has arrived at probably my absolute favorite tablet experience for android i i do not know of any other tablet that works as well and keeps you multitasking on different apps on the same time on the mm -hmm. same screen plugs into another display to give you a great single canvas without needing to go into a separate desktop mode the duo is a is a proper tablet that folds up into yes. a half screen use the v60 is a phone that you can stick another phone side by side and once you grok those differences all the rest of this starts to become more clear like i don't understand why so many people have made a big deal out of e-readers right oh, you know yes. so you can pull up you can pull up kindle and look i can turn pages do you read both screens at the same time you read yep. one screen at a time. It's one one screen, one word, one line at a time. Why, you don't... why, why would you run two displays at the same time and reduce your battery life when you can only read one page at a time? But anyway, so people seem to be really impressed with this pretty book-like experience. You can't do that on a V60 because a V60 technically doesn't know that it has one bigger canvas. The duo, you can do this way easier on because it doesn't know it's two it's, separate screens. Exactly. It it's one unified display. And it's clear when you connect it to an external display. For sure. So, so again, it, 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 for people that go out and complain about something being a little wonky on the duo, it's because it's not familiar. You are not holding a phone. You are holding a tablet. You're holding a surface that just happens to be powered by android but and surfaces now, don't come in 21 by 9 candy bar form factors surfaces or 19 and a half by 9 aspect ratio yep our tablets so it, it is it, it truly is and um one of the reasons why i mentioned this is i connected it to the next stock touch yesterday or a few days ago and i did yeah. my video and you see that once you connect it the next stock shows you the entire desktop whole, it doesn't show turn. you yeah. exactly it doesn't show you two displays because if you connect the uh, the v60 even if you have the extra display which you'd need to use the adapter it doesn't give you the second display the, the second display doesn't exist because it assumes you are at the second display or the one that you're connecting it to so it is, I feel like if I had to look at it from the sense of just true productivity level and multitasking, the ability of opening an app, two applications and having them run correctly, like if I want to watch a movie or if I want to be able to basically open up a document, take notes, I'm watching a live stream, for example, and I had, I did it a couple of times where I run the live stream on the left display and I'm running, I'm writing on the right, I'm taking notes, I'm typing, I can do many things uh, and it's still... It, I mean, it's like I said, the experience out of the box is getting better. Uh, installing the, the betas on both the, the launcher and the, and the Swift key did improve the experience overall. And it was kind of a coincidence that the moment I got the phone from you, the next day I get we get the update, right? It was like mm -hmm. timing could not have been perfect, but more perfect. The timing could not have been better for you. <laughs> of course it was actually i could not have planned it better because i was like i got it like hey i get the update and uh so yeah no and i remember you were talking about that on on the on the live stream um before we go too far uh i i guess we have a couple more lives uh sorry uh super chat davin davis is jumping in 
with um, Note 10 and Note 20 were placeholders. Samsung's wanted to Samsung wanted to retire the Note after the S Plus uh, size phones, uh, but lacked the Apple courage. But the brand was too strong or so strong. Um, Maybe. Not, there, there's a lot of rumors. I think that I think Davin's probably feeding into some of those. And again, thank you for the for the for the super chat. There's been some rumors that next year that the line of phones is going to be changing. There's going to be a new series where this, the S Pen comes into more devices and it stops becoming a I, note only. I just feel like again, Samsung's going to get all this like attention for making a move where Galaxy S maybe starts supporting some type of stylus. And if you want the good version of that today literally every single large screen LG has the same digitizer from yeah. stylo six to velvet to T-Mobile velvet to V60 to wing. All of them support active pens and it doesn't seem to grossly change the price performance or what, what the, uh, the expe expectations on an LG phone price might be. And, and then you get to decide for yourself. Literally, it does not hold you back. If you want a stylus-enabled phone, you can have one. The yeah. If you don't care, it's not adding a significant chunk of cost because LG standardized the display across, what is it now, four generations? Uh, uh, four, four products in one year? Yeah, V8X, V60, Velvet, and wait, no, I think three, right? Because no. I think... Well, it's... Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Velvet twice. Um, yeah, yeah. So there are two different versions. You, you Velvet, play around with the uh, and wing all, all yeah. have the same, the same main. There's the Velvet the Snapdragon same. and there's the Velvet, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, MediaTek, uh, which I think uh, the T-Mobile variant was. Uh, but yes, yeah. So oh, if, no, I'm sorry. If, the Stylo. The Stylo does have oh, okay, yeah, yeah. digitizer, even though the software doesn't work the same on the Stylo. So it is four. There were four, four phones that all had the same. Uh, but one thing to say, though, is it keeps getting better as you move forward. So with the Velvet, it got a little bit better than the V60. And of course, hopefully we'll wing. see more. For the Wing, I, the LG UI, actually, uh, seriously, man, every time, every new phone I get, a, I get to play with, with it that is an LG this year keeps surprising me, like seriously. Um, the fluidity, the speed, uh, the functionality, the swipe down to open, you know, notification shade, those little things. Have, have you played with the trackpad yet? I haven't had it. So the, the, I've been stuck with the whole, uh, trying to use it as a gimbal now every time, or even I open up YouTube, right, right, right. I jump in and I try to use all, I love the controls on the bottom, Hold like on. truly just running it. Oh my God. So, so what I love, I'm going to try and back up this, this is so nerdy and I love it so much. Um, so you have two different shades. So you have the bottom screen shade, which is more of like a quick setting, quick access. And then you yes. have the top, which is your normal notification. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the two different you sections. You go to the, your bottom and you go to trackpad. Oh, LG touch. So you go to trackpad and you just get this perfect <laughs> mouse cursor. That is just crazy. If you uh, ever wanted to just one thumb, fine one, point, mouse control, a phone oh my, screen. This makes this so well. This is a oh. one-handed. It became one-handed entirely. So, hold on. Um, let me, let me, I don't know that I'll be able to show this on camera very, very well. I can even but... open up the notification panel. Oh my God. This is, oh man, this is so nice. And then you can switch back, switch back in here and then jump into the YouTube interface. Oh my God. This Isn't is so cool? nice. This is yes. So there, I'm still learning. I've only had this literally for, I would say maybe 24 hours, almost 40 hours. No, literally almost about 36 hours. I haven't had it long enough and we froze again. Wait for you it. back. Wait for, Wait for it. it. Stay on target. 
Oh, you're back. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to get the, the right angle on this because it's it, really I, hard to. It is uh, very. Yes. No, no, no. Right there. Uh, a little, yeah, right. Oh, OK. OK. I see what you mean. OK. OK. You're, you're playing it. OK. <laughs> this is easier when I'm not trying to mug for the camera. Well, you got to get better practice, man. Come on. <laughs> playing the this game is a, at an extreme this is a series, yeah at an extreme angle on the side while you're looking on the other end and then hold on let me let me let me shoot my laser so let me come up here oh right there yes <laughs> it's so geeky and i love it so much <laughs> okay guys we're gonna leave juan for a little bit he's gonna be having a little bit too much yeah, fun for us you you just keep talking about other things. I'm gonna sit here and play a game in a ridiculous way because this it, phone it, has it has awesome. a second dis yes a side display. No, um, can stop that now. Sorry. But the the one thing about LG though, like I said, it, it they keep getting better and they're improving it as time goes on. So the 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 wing is now officially in the U.S. It's available. I think the, the version that I have here as well is a the Verizon model. Um, I'm very happy that they included a case. By the way, I don't know how. Yeah. Out of the box, having a case that is a first-party case on any kind of device, I feel like it's a necessity because you always end up having to go fumble for cases. But short, you know, short way of saying it is LG has been doing it right, and I feel like they've been improving as time goes on. And I really think people need to start considering that there are other options than just Apple and Samsung in when it comes down to whatever, if it's like either like one side only. Um, the Note is still a good productive productivity tool. I feel like it gets more powerful when you start using DeX. Um, now, I don't know if you had the same concerns on your end, or my, my, at least in my experience, and it could be just me, when I, since obviously I have the, the Duo and you'll get a chance to play with it uh, again, hopefully. Um, when I connected it to the Surface Touch, I do, I do say hopefully, because the way I'm with my track, uh, track record right now, it's like, I say I'm going to show up places and I don't show well, up. And, so I mean, let's 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 just be clear. It's 2020, so I, at this point anything's fair game. But I sorry, just felt so bad. Uh, seriously, guys, I swear to God, I woke up thinking it was at nine and at eight fifteen. He's like, "TK, where are you? I'm here. I'm like 15 minutes early." I'm like, "Ah, oh, I am so sorry." I literally, it was like me apologizing all before. This. No, but what 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 were you going to say? Like uh, you're connecting it to the yeah no so. What I wanted to test out is obviously is the the full so there's the productivity level on the device and there is the augmented experience where you're able to connect it to other devices. That's one thing that Samsung's been a big player in oh, yeah. for for quite some time, way before uh, Android uh, desktop experience even existed. Uh, Dex has been the go-to desktop experience mm -hmm. for mobile devices. Um, and what I mean by this, just for reference, it's an experience where you take a Samsung device, an S-Line generally and a Note-Line. Not all of those devices carry it. And it, it, we, where you no longer need any adapters or anything like that, you just need basically a straight HDMI uh, MHL adapter. Um, you get a desktop-like experience of Android on that on that screen. So if you connect it to a TV, a 30-inch TV, a 40-inch TV, you have a massive display desktop that you're able to interact with your content on. And now you're able to do it wirelessly. That's another thing that Samsung did that changed with the, the Note 20 line. They changed it because it used to be connected via wire. Now we have wireless projection. But what I wanted to talk about the Surface Duo and when it comes to DeX, I feel like Samsung does still have a better footing into the multitasking when it comes down to connecting it to something like the next stock or a TV. Oh, for sure. Um, oh, hands down. So again, I mean, um, yeah, yeah. but uh, what I meant is like the, the whole full package. That's what I was trying to yeah. kind of give like both ends on device and off device. So, so first 
it's so Dex is so good that it makes me even angrier that Samsung has not tapped their laptop division, which mm -hmm. makes gorgeous hardware to make a dock for Dex. The, you know, I was kind of mugging. I was making silly faces where you were talking about wireless Dex. I, I don't care. I don't care. I have a next dock. I, I, oh, no, no, I, absolutely. Yes. The next no, no, dock. But, but, uh, but allow me to, to continue being a whiny little gadget nerd. Um, this this whole thing of like, let's turn Dex into something that runs on Windows. I'm sitting in front of a computer. I don't need Dex yeah. running as another computer on, on Windows. That, that was never wireless. Yeah. In, in very limited ways, I can understand like maybe I'm traveling and I can plug a Chromecast into a hotel room TV and that could be kind of handy. Sure. I, I understand. Mm -hmm. But to deny us a true first party hardware based, keep the phone connected, keep it charging, maybe better enable power management features like a Sony because it's a Samsung dock for a Samsung phone. There's so much more control they would have over the ecosystem and that experience is criminal for how good Dex is. Yes. So, so for us kind of batting this back and back and forth, if it were just phone to phone, I would take a Surface Duo over a Note 20. I, I totally agree. Hands down for multi, for multitasking, true multitasking. True yes. multitasking, it is it is the more capable platform. Yes. As soon as I add something like a next stock, I am so much more confident that I could take a $1,300 phone and pair it with a $300 next stock, or it's like $270, but still. I was going to say, yeah, when you add, well, shipping. $1,600, and that would be it. And I yeah. wouldn't have to travel with my $2,000 gaming laptop and a phone. I would be able to cut $2,000 off of my travel hardware budget. And mm -hmm. I also probably wouldn't need my mirrorless camera for most of the work that I shoot. So mm -hmm. there's another $1,500 I don't need to travel with. I could, I, I, I reasonably could with almost no compromise get the same level of work done out in the field with $1,600 worth of gear. Absolutely. And, and it does that better than the V60. But again, if I'm working only off the phone and I don't even want to travel with the next dock, I feel Duo and V60 are the better multitaskers. Mm -hmm. And the Note is more powerful in ways that I can't really utilize just phone to phone. It, they're, they're, you're still capable. So there's still multitasking functionalities. I don't think we're trying to discount the fact that the note line has them. It's just that not for when, when you're spending that much money and you're trying to get the best experience for multitasking, not, not they're just good. not, they're just, they don't hold the same. Uh, they don't hold the same. <laughs> Sorry, two full screens. Again, you, this is something where I feel like a next generation fold might help, especially if they can figure out stylus support like Lenovo is doing with their Flex which, ThinkPad. Which, which is what all the rumors are, are leading into. The full that, yep. that starts to make a bit more sense. But right now, you can pick up an LG V60 and a dual display case, and you have better resolution at a, lar at a smaller pixel pitch over a larger surface area with those two separate displays at less than half the cost. Absolutely. So... Again, Fold is definitely techie cooler. Yes, it's yes. less practical 
and twice the cost. <laughs> there are there are some cases I would say that the fold does exceed, uh, but we'll we'll have to we'll bring uh, yeah we're, I'll, we'll do this. We'll bring the conversation about the fold a little bit more maybe in part two on Monday. So that I want to yeah. make sure that I mean, I, when when we switch these phones back, and speaking of which, yeah, we are going to exchange. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll be able to have the conversation the other way. Um, but we should probably get to a few more of these super chats before we. Yes, yes, no, no. Uh, first, I want to say thank you to Aditya for pointing out the two grown men getting giddy over new tech. Um, I I like getting giddy over They're new fun. tech all the time. It's fun. We like fun. It's it's <laughs> it's what I look forward to. It's the little things. I said this to a friend of mine a couple of days ago. Twenty twenty as a year, the way it is, it's the little things that matter. You mm-hmm. you look for enjoyment whenever. And I swear to God, the whole day yesterday, I'm doing this. And I keep every time and I want to just, like I said, the unlocking Samsung, I mean, sorry, LG, if you, if please, if there's a wing two fingerprint sensor in here and there, if you want to have them there. both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or even put it on the back. Yeah, put it back yeah. in the, the, the LG is the one who initially pushed the entire yeah. ecosystem of a rear fingerprint sensor. If you remember the, the, the original, I think it was it the G4, right? Mm-hmm. Or, no, G4 didn't. Uh, V10 G- was the first, I think, that had a rear fingerprint sensor. But it was just that whole, your finger is where it needs, this is where it needs to be. That's just, anyways. Um, yes, I agree with you, Aditya. It's uh, it's always fun. Thank you for both. Hashtag take care of it. Hashtag some gadget guy. Also, happy Halloween. Thank you very happy much, Happy Halloween. I am hoping you're having a good did you evening. Get Kevin's question? Because I think this will kind of get us back on, on target. Uh, let me jump back real quick. Kevin, 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 where are you? Oops. So he's asking, is the price of the Microsoft stylus worth the usability? I came out from a fold to a duo and I do. Oh, yes. Approach, it was a... for the stylus. Yes. And thank you, Kevin. Sorry about that. Yes, it was ahead my of initial. My initial reaction to that would be. I feel the duo is perfectly complete on its own. Mm-hmm. And the stylus does not contribute as much to the overall experience as a stylus does on an LG or as the S Pen does for a Samsung. Yes. Microsoft does not include all of the fun little extras, pop-up windows, magnifiers, doodle notes, GIF creation. You don't get any of that. The only time I would say it's it's kind of more mandatory for the experience is if maybe you're into art and graphics. Yes. So if you're editing photos in Lightroom, if you're doodling or if you're doing like actual artistic work and you want that fine point, then yeah. It, it, I mean, obviously that makes sense. As just sort of a fine point, it's handy for taking notes, but I don't know that it completes the experience like S Pen does mm-hmm. in Note 20. I like it and I like using it, but then again, it's I, I can't make that kind of a purchasing recommendation for other people because it's a little pricey. It depends also on the version you go with. I mean, if you go with the original one, it may be a little bit less expensive, but it's definitely not as inexpensive as you can get a bamboo. The the bamboo version, I mean, this one on Amazon, I bought it in open box, which was not necessarily always going to be available, but I got it for 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. This pen with the battery for 25 bucks and it works perfectly. And um, uh, the Lenovo's work really well too. You can yes. The refurbs on eBay for like 12. So it, from, a, from a price point, I think it's not going to be a massive uh you know different but to the second to what you know Juan is saying you have to also look at it as a generational upgrade right um lg's had uh maybe three generations or four generations now of devices that support a stylus and every time they get better so we are seeing that leaps and i feel like they're getting better faster than what the way the other companies have because it's going like we've had four within the span of a year or so and they've gotten better every time 
Mm -hmm. V60 had support for the pan input, but was never really talked about. We discovered it together actually through a comment in one of our live stream earlier this year. Um, one of the highlights of the beginning of 2020. And then, um, but they did a much better job with the velvet. So I feel like, again, they're putting it into it. But remember that the Note 20 Ultra or the Note 20 is that many times, how many times Samsung has had a stylus. Mm -hmm. They've had it nine times since then, right? No, no, 10 times. I'm sorry, take that back. Because the seven they skipped, that doesn't, well, then seven did come back as a, so maybe yeah. 11 times. Yeah, yeah, there's the fan edition. I was going to say seven didn't really go away. But, but they've been working on the Note for about a decade. So <laughs> it goes to say, yes, if you just go based on generational upgrades, it makes more sense. But at the end of the day, you should choose what you want. Do you want a phone that prices the price that put in the price of a stylus in it and you can only work with it and have to pay the extra premium at the beginning or a device that you can still get a good experience with it? And if you do choose to go into the stylus experience, you can purchase that as a separate accessory or again. There, that's the flexibility where I feel like the V60 kind of brings into the game. It's you don't have to buy into one specific. You get what you need and you customize it to the way you want. And you just add on the things that you want. That a modular is always better. We love it in the PC world. I think the smartphone world, it should be pretty much the same. Give us the option to pick what we want and optimize the system to work with it if we choose to move on to it. Um, and, and hopefully and, Microsoft, and yeah. Well, and and because there was another super chat asking, you know, maybe uh, from Davin, uh, let's hope Microsoft brings some of the Continuum ideas to the Duo going forward. Oh man, I miss Continuum. I really miss. I was surprised. Yeah. Okay. Um, but every smartphone has different hardware, and we should expect different hardware should change our behavior. Yeah. And so for me, the Duo's modularity comes from things like the Bluetooth folding keyboard that I hooked you up with to go with it that fits almost exactly the same shape and form. It's factor. absolutely one of the best accessories. Oh, uh, it's so clean. And I, I'm, I'm picking one up. I already have a bit on it on one of them on eBay. I found them. This is like so nice, so, so thin. Great. So, so like, that's the modularity of the surface is you put that with a stylus and a folding uh, I can't get it to focus. Sorry. The camera, uh, it's fine. Uh, so that becomes a more modular tailoring through the accessories. Right there, baby. That's, where, I, I'm getting how to do this. Where the Note 20 could also have that same conversation isn't replacing different phones, but replacing a laptop. Mm -hmm. The modularity conversation for a Note moves the Note completely out of the conversation of other phones and if we could utilize Dex with more options like NextDocs, and I'm telling you, the NextDoc Touch is a nice upgrade. It, it's okay. a great. Hold on. So we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to freeze on this frame now. <laughs> oh, what happened? That's hilarious. Sorry. I wanted you to freeze on a different frame. You literally froze perfect on, on. <laughs> on my side with that ridiculous <laughs> uh, right i read i man you win last time i win this time let's that just keep gorgeous. it gorgeous <laughs> no but but you know, we want phones to fit different uh different needs different uses productivity is a super broad idea to try and wrap our brains around when we're talking about some people need better documents and mm -hmm. Uh, document and spreadsheet support, uh, uh, Zoom calls, things like that. Some people are going to need more fine point touch control or just horsepower for things like, you know, video rendering. Um, pro being productive is a completely different or unique conversation for every consumer. But 
I, I'm still so sad that Samsung hasn't empowered the note conversation to to be like what LG is talking about, but then taking it to a more disruptive computer tier. Mm-hmm. Dex doesn't help me if I'm privileged enough to have a nice computer already. But there are so many consumers out there who could could be helped by the idea of, hey, this is an expensive phone. But if you buy this expensive phone and we've got a good support platform for it, mm-hmm. it's going to outperform a laptop that you would also be able to afford on top of the price. Of and it laptop. would it would justify having that expensive. That's when you want to go for all of the whole horsepower, all the RAM, all that extra stuff that you want to get on or that phone. Real. Yes, because the beauty of the next stock is that let's say you're using this for a year and 2021 comes around and you're buying the Note 21 or whatever, insert XYZ powerhouse of 2021. Your next stock just got upgraded to the next level and it now benefits from all of those horsepower and all of the purchase decision that you did. And you're able to have it mobile. It charges your phone. It has Mm -hmm. memory expansion, headphone jack, USB type A, USB type C. Uh, I even run, I even ran a version of Windows Touch using a, uh, an access. Oops. And I don't want to break house here. The access four uh, that Mm -hmm. we, you know, that, that we got. I connected that to the next stock and I got a touch version of Windows on the go that was crazy nice so, so um yes absolutely next talk next talk two was amazing next talk touch is freaking awesome um I, and i don't say freaking awesome too often it's one of those things i really like uh but yes and, uh and and i really i i just need to keep driving this point home um i i have a, a nook one of the ghost canyon big boy nooks i've and seen your videos a, yes very nice so it's a core i9 a laptop grade core i9 with a 1660 super which is a pretty decent gpu it's, it's not actually like, not bad for no right? i mean yeah but but it's it's a good small form factor um you know in that tier just below like a 2060 mm-hmm. and on davinci resolve studio uh it, it it's only slightly outperforming Snapdragon 865s and my Pixel 4 XL. Oh, wow. Arriving at the mm-hmm. same video quality. So, this should be an overwhelming advantage for a, this is roughly $2,700 worth of small form factor PC. Yeah. This is a very powerful little um, Nook. computer. Co- it, correctly it, named Nook. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it fits in the little nook, nook. My TV very well. Um, if you're concerned about, well, maybe, maybe this phone laptop hybrid idea isn't going to be good enough for me. Cause I'm a power user. Are you using a current $3,000 gaming laptop? Because if you're not, then the note 20, the V60 and mm-hmm. probably also the surface duo this duo will hang with, if not outperform for a variety of these tasks that we think of as being heavy lifting computer tasks. Now, it's obviously not a full, fair, oranges to oranges comparison. Mm -hmm. But if I match all of the edits, I use all the same transitions, I put on a watermark, I have the same soundtrack, and I've got it keyed to the frame between DaVinci Resolve Studio and uh, Power Director or Kinemaster on one mm-hmm. of my phones, and I bring Resolve down in video rendering quality to match what the phone is going to output, 
that should be such an overwhelming advantage for the PC that it takes two and a half times the price in hardware to give me a, a similar experience. No, not similar, but to consistently outperform it. Mm -hmm. So again, I really need you gadget specs nerds to take a step and look around because we could be recommending for people, this is plenty of power to get your work done. You might have to change some of your behavior and use slightly different apps, but you're going to be able to use this. And, and I'm, again, it's, I think it's almost criminal of Samsung to not offer something like this because if Samsung were to give us a dock for the note to really mm -hmm. use decks like a laptop, it, this would be the push that would get more Android app developers on board, making more robust versions of, of mobile software for us to use. Like it would kick Adobe's butt to stop only catering to the iPhone for the first three generations of more robust um, Adobe programs. Exactly. If we don't get it because Samsung's afraid about, you know, cutting into their laptop sales, then why? Why bother continuing? Because we're, we're, we're seeing them, we're seeing Samsung releasing devices that use uh, mobile hardware, like atom-based uh, processors or so, yeah. uh, for, for their PCs. So it's not like- and we know Windows is going to be on ARM. Absolutely. Connected PCs. And, and, and to sit, not to kind of go too far, but as well as Adobe will at some point support it, but- I, I, I kind of hear what you're saying is essentially is it, it it would technically go against their Chromebooks. It will also go against their Windows on ARM PCs or even their Windows laptops if they want to put it in. But it, it's, to, it, I think what we're saying essentially is that we need a dock-like experience. It's not necessarily that it's going to compete. It's not going to sell as a laptop. It's an accessory to your smartphone ecosystem. But when you make it as a first party, you're able to control the experience because right now we're we're seeing what Nextdoc Touch can do, and it does amazingly with it. I love the functionality, the multitask, the multi-touch, the gesture support, the snapping of the window, mm -hmm. all of the things that I can do on it. I feel like this is what Dex is intended for it. Um, I tested Dex on my Tab S7 as well as on my uh, Galaxy Fold, and I really started to benefit. I'm like having, you know, when you have the the next dock next to the Tab S7, it's like dual screen monitors on the go, like mm -hmm. and touch on both of them. So hopefully, we'll be able to see some things like that from Samsung in the future. And I'm hoping they're, you know, they're watching and taking some, hopefully, some heavy notes. Uh, but when it comes <laughs> down Samsung to is totally listening. To uh, no, but again, yeah, it, yeah. it's upsetting because we have these kinds of conversations where I don't understand why techies own nice phones. I really don't. I'm, I'm getting to a point where it's like, what do you do on your phone? And, mm -hmm. and it's it's this like, well, I mean, we, we're real concerned about average consumers. So when I'm reviewing this phone, I only cover the basics because that's what average average consumers buy average phones average consumers do not buy super premium yeah. powerhouse devices stop it what does this do that can help me replace other gadgets in my ecosystem mm -hmm. what can this do this 1300 phone is going to get my work done as fast or faster than a lot of $2,000 gaming laptops. Show me what that looks like because there's someone out there who can't afford a $2,000 laptop and a $1,500 camera and a $1,300 phone. Mm -hmm. And they could be empowered to work at a very high tier on something that can do all of those things with the right accessory. And Absolutely. that's the, the last kind of idea in my brain for productivity. 
I, I can't recommend the Note against a Duo or a V60 for a multitasking phone. Mm -hmm. I really can't. I, I just, there are so few people that I think, well, the Super Zoom, that's what's going to sell it. It's, it's a it's a gimmick at it best. Uh, you no, do I mean, it once and you forget cool. it. it. It's cool. I, I'm it, not trying to say it's not cool. A 50, no, no, I know. On Zoom is is really cool. It is, that's but not going to really name sell. One time we've ever had to use it after the first time we tried it. That's it's all not I'm saying. Sell thirteen hundred dollars yeah. worth of phone. But if I could sell, the, I know of people in my circle of family and friends who would be interested in sixteen hundred dollars worth of phone and powerhouse laptop on a 5g data connection will exactly. always be connected incredible battery life when you pair those up together and the dock is powering the phone until you want to use it like a phone again mm -hmm. that's a that's a great conversation but samsung's not having that conversation samsung no. is not leading that conversation samsung wants you to buy a phone and a tablet and a laptop they that's want not, you to, yeah, exactly. The, they, the and the camera, which, uh, well, actually, no, I think the NX line is gone, if I'm not mistaken. I don't oh, think yeah. Don't, don't yeah, even get sorry. me started on them. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I said the word NX and I'm like, oh, that's a touchy point. Okay. Hold on. Let me just smash a bunch of things in my office for how angry I am at them screwing me on the NX. No, I, I agree. It, and, and I think um, what we see here essentially is we are looking for, you know, hopefully, my, my goal essentially right now is to say that. If I had to pick one of these two devices, and this is where we're going to kind of summarize it on my end, we'll leave the conclusion for what Juan will want to do in his in his chat. So just kind of make sure that you guys are aware. This is part one of two. So Monday yeah. morning, uh, as at normal, uh, Juan has a podcast. I think nine a.m. Pacific. Uh, wait, nine a.m. Pacific standard. Pacific. Yeah. So this time, so changes every once in a while, but generally it's nine a.m. on on Mondays. Uh, we're going to do part two, which is essentially going into more of what is the the preference on Juan's side, but. To summarize things where coming from a Note 20 Ultra, um, I, I'm not going to lie that I, initially when I did get the Note 20 Ultra, I wasn't exactly, it never felt like the step up. In, and I want to mention it very specifically. It's not that it's not an improvement in specs. It's not that there is no new features. Obviously, those are true. Wireless text is one thing. There's a few things that were obviously new in the Note 20. But when I compare the Note 20 Ultra to the S20 Ultra or the Note 10 Plus, I felt like it was a very, very much, you could have called it the Note 10 Plus Plus, and that would have fit to me as in the right, it's the same thing. It had so few small amount of changes that it didn't feel for me like it was a big upgrade. If I was coming from a Note 10, that would have been a bigger upgrade because then your bigger phone, SD card, there's a few more games, but those but are even the things against the note nine where i feel like the note nine was the last true note Tr truly because it yeah you truly it, got the best of the best it it's that still was a bit of a reach i it, it's I, a hard I don't know that the daily driver experience on the note 20 feels like i'm so much more capable in getting my work done than where i was on the note nine and to to ken x's comment uh which i think i forgot the, the whole time we were talking about the doc and hoping microsoft and all of that stuff it all kind of stems from project linda which we both got a chance to check out no, at CES. It, it stems from motorola come on credit no, okay credit. so the atrix we're going back to the atrix yes i agree and then, the atrix, and, and, and then project but but i feel like what I, what i think ken is kind of commenting on is that perfect integration where linda used the phone as a trackpad because the all the other transitions that we've seen in the past have been a dock where you don't use the phone pros and cons yeah as a one-to-one -one, that that is a really cool idea it it's was yes. to manage thermals 
because you're also using that to charge the phone and the phone is powering the experience. You and the display is on, yep, the whole time. Active cooling and the display needs to be on where you can't <laughs> mess with it in a way where you can tell Android to turn off and keep powering the second display. And then it's also much more likely to be e-waste after two years because you have a limited, you look at Motorola with um, Moto Mods. Yeah, Either you're going to make the exact same form factor for years to support an accessory, which we know won't be very popular, mm -hmm. or the accessories just junk after a couple phone generations as you move to a different form factor. And, and so, they did. They did actually uh, with the last generation of Motomod. Yeah. And, and so what, what I would, I mean, I think Motorola actually could have done that the best. I'm so mad they never made a Motomod laptop. Because mm -hmm. the magnets, you would have snapped your phone right in. It would have been perfectly built. It would have been the best uh, best use of that Moto Mod platform. But I really feel if you're not going to commit to making the same phone form factor for long enough to make a dock worth it, then the only thing that makes sense is to keep it on a cable. Um, Absolutely. And, and with Next Dock, I mean, one of the cool things are trying to push those accessories where you have like a, a screen mount. You can pop your phone up. And, and connect so that that's what I wanted to tell you. So I didn't use theirs. So here's my next stock, right? I bought this little accessory, which, oh my God, just drives me crazy. Ah, that's super cute. I like that. So like when I'm using it, uh, obviously this is where it's going to be bombing entirely because this is where TK has to demo something. Uh, so here, so essentially you could see the phone matches. Yeah, I like so, that. And when I'm done, I take the phone away and magnet so goes side yeah no but i'm saying that those are the things that you'd want from his let's say no 20 this is the s uh the s20 ultra so snap it on use it and when you don't need it put it in the back and here's your laptop it's still there okay. and massive Since 60 watt hour battery massive just we've we've been yes. grossly overbuying for uh processing power i think tk just froze on me again excuse me i have no idea if, you know who or what might still be <laughs> oops sorry yeah, yeah how you doing sorry i was having a bite my, my, my last point there and when I got frozen was uh, since the Snapdragon 845, we've been overbuying compute power in our phones. And, and yes. you can know that's clear because the Snapdragon, Snapdragon 765 is not more powerful than an 845. And the 765 it, is fine. It is a perfectly capable daily driver chipset. It, so, it's a, it's, it's, I feel like the, it's not just necessarily the compute power, but it's also the capabilities that we're able to push out of it. It's the support for other certain peripherals, uh, the higher refresh rate on devices, especially the 144 started with the 865. We saw higher refresh rate with other phones, but I agree. Horsepower to horsepower it may not necessarily win by this margin of like, this is so much faster for if you're just opening and closing Twitter all day long. Uh, or even if you're opening, closing your mail application, writing a document, editing, a, you know, casual editing of images and so on. And just normal average, I would say usage. I'm not going to use the word average because everybody's usage is different. But at least for what I would use it for, I don't feel like the 865 brings in just from the sheer horsepower a noticeable difference. Where I like what the 865 brings with it is, is the integrated the X55 modem if we want to be able to go to 5G connectivity. But it's also the higher refresh rates, the optimizations for different aspects of the gaming experience. Because I tend to game as you do heavily on our mobile devices ever since we've been kind of home for quite some time. We have been going and seeking this um, connectivity options and, and different uh, right. you know uh, things that we can do with our devices. Uh, but with that being said, I think we're, uh, let me just kind of do a quick summary generally um 
Note 20 Ultra is it is the, the best note that you can get in 2020. Sorry, you set is that it, up so perfect where I thought like, Note 20 Ultra is garbage. <laughs> just I, like, whoa. <laughs> that took a side. I was like, where did this go? Wait, TK, hold on a second. Yeah, hold on. No, no. Um, it's the most uh, note Samsung could make. And, and, and it really and if, is. And if you guys know me, I, I try to look on the positive of everything we look into. There's very few times where you ever hear me say this is garbage because at the end of the day, it, it will work for some people and it will work for others. It's not, there's no such thing as a perfect phone for everyone. There's a perfect phone for what you need. And that phone is X. Right. But for me, I, I truly appreciate what Samsung's putting into the Note 20 line. I like what they're putting in there. But I feel like it's not it's not doing enough for me to make me excited about the Note line as it used to do to me in the past. I started with the Note 2. I didn't start with Note 1. I didn't believe in the first one because I felt like it was too boxy. wasn't sure if it was going to go. But I can tell you that since the Note 2, I've been a big fan of Note devices. And I do like the Note 20 Ultra, but I feel like it Samsung. And, yeah. So, the oh, my God, you have the original. Mm -hmm. That's not even the Note 4. That's the Note 1. Oh my God! Okay, I am I, by ten aspect. I, I am so take crashing into your place and take it. Yeah, cinema wide. <laughs> um, so for that part, uh, I would say the Note Twenty is like I said, it could be a perfect device if if it if it's used with the right accessories. I think the next stock as a as an accessory to any Samsung or Huawei device in twenty twenty or any other year is something. If you own a Samsung device or even a Huawei, you really should check out next stock. Yeah. If if you're looking for that type of technology, when it comes down to the Surface Duo, from the day I got a chance to play with it till the first opportunity I had to play with it for a couple of days. And then when I spent a month, this is truly like the time you really need to kind of get into it because you want to learn about the little, you know, the quirks, the little hiccups that happen every so mm -hmm. often that don't happen all the time when you're like, you know, head down doing benchmarks and so on or just testing it. Um, honestly, the Surface Duo is a blast to multitask on sitting on the couch watching tv and working on it or even just trying to run like jumping on a zoom call you know i had to do one of my uh, doctor visits now they do them in on, on the online now we don't even have to sit together it's just sitting there and i took my you know took the uh, the full uh, sorry the duo and i put it on the desk and i moved around and it's propping itself working where i need it to be and then later on flipped it over start doing my edits jumping into twitter all of the things i want to do it works it just does it right um, and I say it because it, it's intuitively right. It's not just because I feel like I'm right or it's right. It's the way I imagine my technology needs to do to fit what I need. Um, having, like Juan would always say, that this is really a tablet with a folding mechanism device on it. That's really what it is. You're using an Android desktop. And you need mm -hmm. to understand it and treat it like a desktop so that you really understand that the right side and the left side work with each other. It's not just like you know v60s are so mm -hmm. um i like it i'm sad that i have to give it back um i, I think Quan's gonna have to uh yeah it's gonna be really really lucky to get it back tomorrow of course i will be lucky as well as the note 20 ultra is also still a powerhouse uh but i think between the comp uh, the two the two uh my hat's yeah, off to this you is, this is also i think one of the the more interesting conversations where we've had where i feel it's also important to acknowledge tech privilege yeah, you know, we're we're having a very nuanced conversation about phones that start at like nine hundred dollars, and I've been critically frustrated by the overall gadget conversation landscape, mm -hmm. where the nuance of two to three hundred dollar price differences between devices is getting lost. 
you know, um, I got real cranky earlier when we were talking about Pixel 4, but like the real world daily driver use of an iPhone 12 versus a Pixel 5 is really close. It and is. I have a hard time in my brain saying, well, because you have more horsepower that you can't really use and it's going to nuke the battery on the iPhone 12, the iPhone deserves to be $200 more. What is Google doing to justify their price tag? This 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 whole conversation is backwards now, and it's all being led by marketing and branding and PR teams that spend tens of billions of dollars mm -hmm. entrenching an idea in the brains of consumers for a consumerism that I think is a little unseemly. And so when I'm trying to have this conversation, I feel like why I love having these types of conversations with you, TK, mm -hmm. is... I am we 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 are trying to acknowledge these are privileged devices, this ultra premium tier, but we want to have a focused conversation on actually trying to drive them. Yes. To a point or to a degree that warrants why we would spend this much. If you're never going to use a phone for any heavy lifting work, go buy a Pixel 4a. No shame. Go buy an iPhone SE. Those are amazing phones. But if you're trying to replace other gadgets in your ecosystem, if you're trying to drive a phone to a higher degree, there are reasons to move up the food chain. It's just now we've got to be so much clearer and so much more specific mm -hmm. about what it is that we're trying to accomplish because consumers think I need to buy the bestest or I'm going to get a terrible camera and I'll never get updates. And exactly. that's not true anymore. And nope. we need to help re-educate. You're using basic stuff, Aunt Irene. Go buy a basic phone because it's going to cover you really, really well. No more of this. Well, you got to pay 50 bucks a month for 30 months through your carrier just to have a reasonably good camera. That is not true anymore. And that message it, is not getting through. That message With a $600 is, deposit before the uh, close to $50. Yes. And, no, and, I'm when I, and when I say that, I mean, it's, it's not breaking through the techies. Because I feel like we're still kind of locked in the specs nerd, spec sheet kind of conversation. Well, now that the S20 FE exists, no one should bother competing. BS. Sorry. Wrong. Incorrect. You're not right. If you say things like that, you're bad at tech. You it, you don't get it. You because really need to you need to understand that we the, 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 the spectrum of <laughs> devices is not it's not a flagship or no you know or it, it's basically it's you know flagship for life kind of a, a thing. Uh, I agree. So, so I, agree. I, I I appreciate you letting me kind of just soapbox for a second there, and and I promise you that when you're on my podcast on Monday, I won't just political rant the whole time because okay. i have some very specific questions once i get the note back in your hands and you fire it up again um i feel oh like yeah i have my backup set right away actually that's one thing i i that's one thing i forgot to mention earlier it the backup and restore functionality with samsung devices is actually crazy so, good so uh for me even though i've lent them with the phone for a month i can restore my backup and i'm back to the moment as if I was backing it up. So it's and, and yeah. the one thing I want kind of percolating in your brain, and I want you to pay attention to because this is going to be one of the first things that I I, I want to jump in on. Yep. When we're separated from a phone for around a month, there's it's almost like there's like this new opportunity to kind of have a second first impressions. 
Yeah. And putting the note back in your hands, I'm going to be very curious to see how you feel. If some of your feelings might have changed about price performance, oh, I think I, it's totally it... fair to rock a duo for, mm -hmm. for almost a full month and then go back to a note and see, oh, well, maybe a little extra horsepower does help me here where the duo might have been a little underperforming. I'll be curious to see if there's anything like that that kind of latches on when, Which, when you get your account set up again. You might also say that it was really nice that I kind of missed our appointment earlier today so that we could do this the right way. Not trying to put any words in your mouth, my buddy. And um, you know I'm going to go with that. <laughs> We, I, by design, we arrived at the absolute correct way to do this. To do this because if we exchanged it, this whole conversation would have been me opening up the phone and I'm like, whatever. Um, but, you know, actually, I would probably say maybe we should do this more often. I feel like, you know, we, we really do a lot of good conversations back and I forth. Agree. And I think we should probably at some point talk, uh, maybe, maybe making something out of this. If, if, if uh, any of your viewers on your stream here, and I'll put out the same call on my podcast on Monday, if absolutely. there's any interest in maybe, I don't know, maybe like a regular TK1 tech chat, chat? conversation. Yeah. Just, you know, you guys want, uh, let us know. A little, little bit of fun, a little bit of good time, you know, with some coffee a little bit later, you know, some some nights during the week. Not to say that we haven't thought about it, but yes, please let me know. We've if you guys never had any conversations. Ever, ever have talked about, about this multiple maybe times. creating a new podcast style <laughs> uh, for cool, fun, geeky conversation. Never, never cross. Wait, hold on a second. I got to do this right. We how to do it correctly. Nudge, nudge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but with that being said, uh, yeah, exactly. Hey, buddy, what's up? Um uh, don't forget tomorrow uh, across the podcast with Sam and Matt. Uh, they're back to their normal hour, uh, time, yes. one Pacific, one o'clock Pacific. Definitely uh, yes, definitely. Please check them out. And of course, Monday morning, Juan Carlos Bagnell um, on, of course, on the on the dot at nine a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Don't forget daylight savings. That's what I was actually about to say right now. Don't forget to do that. If you do, you're going to show up to the, to the. No, they'll show up an hour early. That's okay. I mean, no, really? but that's a bummer because you could have slept that extra hour. I, 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 it always messes me up, this whole thing. Uh, but before we go, I do need to do one last thing. Uh, we do. We, we got to do the, well, you got to do the actual last one, which essentially is the Inception. Are you ready for the TKception, my friend? One, two, three. Okay, select and go. <laughs> so with that being said i do want to say thank you to everybody that joined us today uh obviously aditya as always and of course he's hitting us up with tk the brand new hashtag tk bagnell slash exception <laughs> the, the new one we have oh my god Love and uh, of course greg is in the comments uh andrew's in the comments in there of course uh we saw a lot of people uh tk exception right there frat produce you know what? His thumbnail fits this one much, much better. Yeah. Look at that. He's like pointing, pointing at you. Exactly. It's like you, TK, do it now. Um, and then, of course, oh, always Matt Tyler, of course, as we was TK back in that section and the DT jumping in. I love it. And uh, the, the Benedict Cumberbatch one always, always from Sherlock gets me every time I see that. Um, so please be safe. Uh, JC or Juan, sorry, I, I keep swapping back from saying JC or Juan. I've replied about. Uh, please take care. Uh, I will. I promise tomorrow we will work out a timeline, and I will make sure that um, the duo is back in your hands. And of course, no, the uh, no stress. The, 
let me know what your window is and I'll have a cup of coffee waiting for you when you get here. I appreciate it. And I have two windows right here. No, I'm just kidding. Um, thank you, Andrew, by the way, for the beautiful wallpaper that I've been rocking since the beginning of this. Really? It's I'm actually, a, I'm gonna just kind of copy that out and put it right back on. Once yeah, it, it is a kick-ass Windows background with the Halloween theme, of course, closing out because October. Andrew was responsible also. I got to, Andrew is so cool for getting me this vinyl skin, right? But then what also have me this Encom label. If anyone knows what Encom is, then you're okay. ultra nerd too. <laughs> ultra nerd. Today, yeah, I have to Encom? No, Encom I don't know what. I, End of I, line. Uh, okay, I got it. Okay, now I'm. I'm sorry. Computer Corporation from Tron. <laughs> and Tron. So I have an Encom edition. <laughs> I appreciate it, and yeah, that cool glass tabletop with the yes. keyboard that. I'm, I'm, I'm totally with, yeah, I'm back with you on that one now. PC would end every instruction set with end of line. I fight for the user. <laughs> and we froze again. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Sorry, I froze in a weird shape again. Sorry, I was cracking up because Andrew put the "I fight for the user," which is, which is one of the lines from Tron. And then, no, no, I know. It's the perfect way to wrap up. Exactly. And <laughs> calm. No, sorry. Oh, come on, Aditya. Uh, so, with that being said, hope you guys are having a good weekend. Uh, if you guys are trick or treating, having fa fun with the family, please enjoy it. Stay safe. Uh, and uh, of course, we will see you guys very shortly. Again, Saturday, sorry, Sunday with uh, Cross the Podcast and Monday morning with Juan Carlos's uh, live podcast on his channel. See you guys soon. Right on, right on. Take care, everybody. Bam. End of line. <laughs>